Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McKellen. Before we get into today's show, I have a very special quick announcement to make. I have posted on the Speaking Out for the Blind show website a special message from the organization called Our Ability Alliance slash New York Business Leadership Network. They have a special message for people with disabilities who want to get into the career of their dreams. And so I posted that message on the show website, Speaking Out for the Blind. Dot .weebly.com Just click on list of episodes and show news and look for the heading that says message from our ability alliance slash New York Business Leadership Network. And now back to today's speaking out for the blind show. There's a new smartwatch out there for the blind. Like other smartwatches on the market, the device receives text messages and social media notifications and gives directions. But the information is presented on the watch in four braille cells. That's 36 magnetic dots. The device is called the Dot Watch. Eric Juyun Kim, Dot CEO, joins us to talk about this braille mobile watch just for the blind. Welcome to the show, Eric. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Brian. All right, it's uh, it's a pleasure me to have here. <laughs> hey, it's a pleasure having you here too. First, tell us about what you do as Dot CEO. Basically, right now, I'm taking care of all of our strategy, include product development and marketings, and pretty much everything that I take care of. Lots of stuff. Let's learn about Dot. How did Dot get its start? I graduated my high school in South Korea, and I went to Seattle for studying entrepreneurship. And uh, I went to University of Washington, and I, I did, you know, I did like three startups in there. My last startup was called Wagon. It was an Uber for truck. At the end of my third startup, I really wanted to do something valuable that can make real impact, not just you know earning money or not like that. I could go to church and I, I could start community service and I could meet a lot of like blind friends in there and even like deaf blind friends in there too. After that, I realized that like I saw the Braille Bible and it was really big. After that, I realized all the Braille note takers and Braille display were really, really expensive. All the fancy Braille tablets and everything are just in concept. I realized that and I found this problem as a technological problem because existing piezo cells are really expensive and there's not many manufacturers. I strongly felt that if I can make an impact here, like a Silicon Valley style, in a really radical changing, building something great fast, I could be feel more than happy to do something great. Improve the world. Why was yes. the development process of the Dot Watch a valuable moment for looking at the lives of visually impaired people? There's a two ways that I can explain that part. First is about technology. And the technology part is very interesting because 
there were not many commercializable technology, especially for the Braille. We investigated the piezo electric technology that currently available, and we realized that all the patents were expired. Technology itself is pretty old, so we changed it to the magnetic technology that can mass producible and is extremely cheap, also 10 times smaller than piezoelectric technology. Basically, we could make a watch, but also we could make like, you know, multi-layered iPad style, Braille tablet. We can do whatever we want because it's cheap and it's, it, it became small. I think the second part is about our directions. What I saw when I started that was there was not many people using Braille. Not many people were interesting to learn Braille. And I could see that because there's not many infra, there's not many great contents, and there's not many great devices. You know, I realized that there's so many various people who are blind. Many people were became blind, like age 60s. There were so many various people that can not covered by current situation. So what we wanted to do is making a start point, making a, that's why we focus on making a watch, really simple watch, and it's a smart watch so that everyone, like kids or even like six years old, man or woman, at any age, at any level of blindness, they can start something and learn Braille through the dot watch. And it's amazing that's a new mobile device for the blind. What does the watch look like? Digital Trends says in an article that the device has lots of little touch sensors and mm -hmm. Braille cells and magnetic dots. Explain all this. Mm -hmm. We can imagine the dot watch. It looks like a regular watch, but we got a lot of design award. One of Microsoft's chief design officer were involved in this. It's a round. It's a completely round design. On the surface, it's a purely white. And then there's only four cells you can touch, and there's nothing in there. But under the cells, there's a two touch sensors on the right side and the left side. When you get a notifications, when you accept the notification, you can navigate the notifications to the next contents or to the next sentence by just touching it quickly, very, very quickly and very smoothly. You can navigate that. On the right side of the watch, there's a three buttons. The top button called confirm. Middle of the right side, there's a crown that you can navigate the menu like an Apple watch or other smartwatch. One other button called home on the bottom of the crown. The button that you, you know, the customers use most is the home button. If you click the home button, it goes to home and it display time. Wherever you, you are in the menu, you can go to home anytime, like iPhone's home button. Through the crown, you can navigate the menu. If you go to up, you can turn it up, turn to the upper side. You can check battery indicators, Bluetooth connection status. If you go to down, there's notifications and there's alarm and time setting. And currently we are developing a lot of really interesting functions, navigations, healthcare functions. That's going to be updated really soon uh, after we release. It's completely round. On the surface, it's purely white. On the edge, aluminum that used in the iPhone. So it's a purely metal fillings. We have a strap. We currently we are we are having uh, two straps under development. So one is leather band, and also we have a magnetic band is under development, and it's going to be available really soon. It's really really um, feels soft and very easy to wear. So we have a two band right now, and the band color will be in five colors, uh, orange and a black, gray, uh, green, and also 
the black, uh, the, 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 the white one. So uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, band selections and yeah, um, yeah, pretty much this is our design. What sort of health notifications and navigation notifications are users going to receive? The two functions that you just mentioned is under development. It's going to be updated in our future roadmap. So it's going to be updated like in six months or something like that. For the healthcare functions, we are thinking there's a gyroscope in the watch, facing trackers. The watch can track how far you walked and how many steps that you did and how fast you are running. And we can transform the data in many ways. We can count calories and that's one part. And the navigation part is purely working with the Google Maps or other maps. It will display like certain part of the Google Maps. When you navigate somewhere going like, for example, Starbucks, you set up the destination to the Starbucks on your smartphone. And then what that watch will display is the information that you want to display. With the display's layout, the users are going to be able to read the letters mm -hmm. shown in the braille cells, and they can refresh uh -huh. the text automatically and just keep that right. text coming. How do our listeners refresh the text? There's a two-way of scrolling. So first one is the auto-scroll. You can change the speed, you can change the refresh rate as you want. The characters will be refreshed by like four characters or one characters. What, what, what that means is you can just imagine like treadmill. If you get a notifications on your WhatsApp, it will display the date and time of the messages and it will display this is from WhatsApp and then the uh, and then the person and then the contents. So all the all those, you know, like text contents will be just refreshed by, you know, four characters will be refreshed by your speed. That's the auto scroll. Or you can just use touch sensors, touch scrolls. You can just simply making your fingers like round position. You can just pushing the right down right side of the touch sensor and then read for a character and then and then read. We thought this would be really kind of be really hard to read, but actually, you know, a lot of uh, customers find very positive feedbacks about the touch sensor because it's really smooth and you can just read by your uh, speed. Can you set alarms on the dot watch? You can set alarm on the dot watch and then you can check your schedules and make it more productive. Yeah, you can set the alarm. How does one set the alarm? There's a dot app on your on on like iPhone and Android. So you can just go go to that app and then you can set up your alarm and then um, every time, every right time, the dot watch will, will let you know that what is, what, what time is it and what is the alarm about. It's like any other alarm. I love it. The dot watch's design is an open system. What does that mean in theory? And what's the dot company hoping from other firms for people mm -hmm. in terms of improving the watch? We are living in the IoT uh, world. So one device connect with other devices this means a lot what we wanted to do through the dot watch is basically in providing that connectivity through that we can innovate a lot of things for example the one part is about um, controlling things for example like you can turn on and turn off lights through the dot watch and you can check the celsius in your home and you can even control your music volumes and you know those kind of things like you know iot functions will be available 
through the open you know source platform and also like the certain device cannot cannot display sounds cannot give you this that sound options for example like in a treadmill um, we got you know like i met many people that you know since treadmill doesn't have any sound just a beeping sound that watch can actually if you connect through the bluetooth connections with your treadmill um, smart treadmill we can display how fast you're running how far you're running like those kind of things those kind of valuable data but in valuable small data you can keep you know we can display on the dot watch and this is one function and the second part is about in, in the outside for example like we all know the beacon systems these days it's going to be popular what we want to provide as an experience is if you go to starbucks we want to make a connection with the starbucks that if you just enter simply get a message about welcome on the dot watch and you can check the menu on the dot watch and you can actually order it that's the ideal situation that we want to make in every restaurant it's the second part and the third part is about gamings and like we all know the pokemon go was really famous in you know these days but you know we there there you know we got a lot of contact from like game developers that they want to develop some games with the dollars game itself is not just about the dollar it works in the your smartphone but also it will display something fun in on, on the dot watch so for example like you know data of pokemons or data of some you know important part of the games and like you know vibrating something I mean, like those kind of entertainment function is also possible since this is open platform we want to we will we will you know we're, we're going to collaborate with a lot of people and a lot of developers keep making you know improvements and we are we are already planning the dot watch 2 and dot watch 3 so basically we will keep you know making great device and making better life making entertain you know life for blind can the dot watch also turn on your tv and your cable box and your satellite receiver we gotta check the compatibility, and we gotta make on um, you know customizing customized app. It depends on what what kind of what kind of TVs that you're using. It's gonna be available on our update. If a lot of people want in certain types of TV or certain types of devices, we we can add that on the Dot Watch, and we can make a. These new abilities indeed <coughs> expand Dot Watch's function, and mm-hmm. the devices increasing user base. Mm-hmm. Eric, how many customers have already ordered the new device? On the B2C side, in the U.S., we got around like thousand orders. Individual people order it, and on the B2B side, we got more than hundred thousand units order in like distributors and worldwide in fourteen countries. But right now, we are trying to find how can we distribute the dot watch on the market. Right now, you know, U.S. is so big my mission and our team's mission is making affordable device we kind of set up the price in 290 dollars the problem is all the distributors for braille devices and assistive device and other devices since all the devices were so expensive all the distributors had higher margins right now the situation is in the u.s there's not many distributors wants to deal with this dot watch they cannot make many margins on it this is kind of ironic problem that we face right now we wanted to make really affordable so many people could buy it many people could enjoy many people can start something from this watch but the problem that we face is 
we cannot distribute this device because it's too affordable. But we are trying to find the partner. So if if you know, uh, in, if you know the partner, please introduce us. Or if anyone who listened this uh, know great partners that can distribute our products or having same mission and vision, we would love to have you as a partners. Sure, and definitely get those partners coming on. How can our listeners buy the dot watch, and what's the cost? You mean in the U.S.? Well, yes. There's going to be other platform that we enter since we are aiming all over the world. But like in the U.S., we had a recent connections with AT guys and bopping groups. We are talking about the distribution ship with them. But also, we are entering Amazon and eBay. The product will be available soon in Amazon and eBay. And you can order from Amazon or eBay. But also, you can directly purchase Dawatch from our website soon. But the shipping cost is kind of a big deal. So we're going to make a warehouse in the West Coast, like San Francisco or L.A., update our product on the platform. You could buy an affordable price in $290 before tax. And depends on the region, but I think the shipping cost will be much, much cheaper than shipping from South Korea. Yeah. I'm sure it will too, and it'll be nice that it comes out to LA and San Francisco. What's up with for the future of the Dot Watch and other Dot products? I know you talked about this a little bit earlier, but I hear there may also be a new device added to your family called the Dot Mini. Right. We are really excited about developing Dot Mini. We recently actually kicked off. We restarted development of the Dot Mini uh, April 1st. So it's going to be finished around October. You can see in person how Dot Mini looks like. So we're preparing two Dot Mini. And Dot Mini is Braille note taker or Braille display or we can tell Braille ebook. It's going to be really, really thin and very light. It's about like 1.5 centimeters or like 2 centimeters. It's going to be really thin. And it kind of feels like Kindle. There's a Dot Mini Basic and Dot Mini Pro. All the purpose, the reason that we developed this device is for basically everyone. We realized that in developing countries like India or Africa, there's not many people could have smartphones. There's not many people could afford, you know, Dot Watch and the Dot Pad that we are preparing. We wanted to make really affordable ebook reader and also education device and also for the further use. Dot Mini Basic will be 12 cells with really, really light and thin design. And there's going to be SD card available and, and other things are available as an ebook reader. And it's going to be cost $200. It's going to be really, really cheap everyone can buy that's that's our purpose for the dot mini and there's a dot mini pro it's going to be perkins keyboard or quarry keyboards it's going to be 24 cells and it costs around 499 dollars to 599 dollars so it's also very cheap but this will have like you know 16 gigs of like the volumes and also the rams and all all the like specs will be supported in uh, like the current market level, but the cost will be really cheap um, and it is going to be in 24 cells. We're discussing with the team about like all the telecommunication, you know, possibilities, but it's not uh, decided yet. But what we decided right now is about 
you know, it's going to be provided with uh, note-taking functions with 24 cells. So it's a uh, it's, uh, Braille note takers, really cheap, really light and thin, you know, design uh, with our design identity is going to be beautiful. So that's that's about that many. And we're aiming to help students. Uh, we want to make every student have a Braille uh, display and Braille note takers. So this is the purpose of the dot mini. And also we would like to make this device as a secondary device for the blind, uh, Braille users uh, that is, you know, since it's going to be really you know, thin and light and everyone can just put book in it and then they can read everywhere. So that's the situation, ideal situation, you know, adding that options, you know, adding the options, you know, other than the, you know, thousands of dollars of the Braille display. Uh, we, we want to add that options uh, like, you know, there's an iPad and that there's a Galaxy, you know, like those kind of things. So we want to add that. And then we have a, we have a biggest project called the iPad and it's going to 12 by 12 cells. And it's uh, what that means is there's, there's going to be 144 pins, you know, Braille pins on it. So uh, there's a... 12 by 12 cells means it's a multi-layered and it's about the iPad uh, iPad size you know iPad the the recent iPad size and it's gonna be thin like that but also it will it will support like all the use of battery life and also it will support uh, like Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and everything and then basically what we are aiming on this device is for every entertained usability so for example it's going to be support full you know internet browsing experience and also it's going to be support like you know displaying graphic functions so for example if user put just any graphic you know on the you know like if, if you just go to web and if you just display some images it will it will take it will take the edge of the graphic and it will display on the on the dot pad so basically it will display all the graphics but what we are excited about this pad is about gaming possibilities. Like, you know, you know, a lot of game company are really interested on in, in developing games on the pad. So, like, you know, like there's a we can play Go or we can play chess. We can play a lot of, you know, other you know very various game on the pad. And also, you know, like you know, education function is one part that you can enjoy. Uh, science, you can learn like mathematics with more, you know, good usability. Like you know, you can see, you know, circles and everything. You know, I I can see, you know, there's a lot of um, organization try to develop multi-layer device, but the cost is too expensive. But the dot pad will be cost around thousand dollars, so it's gonna be a game changer, I believe, because there's a really cheap cost and the high end. You know, high-end specs with the 12 by 12 cells is going to be a game changer that we believe, and we are developing this with Google right now. And you know, it's going to be available at the end of this year or the early next year. You can see the prototype, and since we did a, we did this interview, I would love to bring the device and then beta test from you. We are really excited about this. You know, making these momentums right now. Eric. We hope that mm -hmm. the dot watch will fill the void for Braille readers who want to use a smart device. Thanks so much for mm -hmm. joining us today. Thank you. Thank you.
Before we go, I welcome your comments on this program, listeners. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind, or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind, or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website, that's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org. And my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash four dash the dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows, ranging from episode 94 to the present. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. Listen to Eyes on Success for information about products, services, and daily living tips for people with visual impairments. We cover everything from the latest advances in adaptive technology to discussions of various jobs, sports, and hobbies. Eyes on Success is aired on ACB Radio Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern and repeated every two hours until 8 p.m. Thursday. I'm Nancy Goodman-Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. We We hope hope you'll join join us. The 2017 Iowa Council of the United Blind Convention is just around the corner, April 21st through the 23rd, and we will be bringing you the coverage on ACB Radio Live Event. Key speakers this year include Karen Kenninger from the National Library Service, Marty Schultz from Blindfold Games, and Tony Stevens from ACB. If you wish to attend the convention in person, contact Carrie Chapman at 515-657-1461 or by email c.chapman, C-H-A-P-M-A-N, 657 at yahoo.com. Be sure to join us on ACB Radio Live Event. California, Florida, Iowa, Texas, guide dog users, students, IT professionals, government employees. The American Council of the Blind has members in all 50 states and is actively engaged in a wide variety of activities. We advocate for the education, employment, and social inclusion of all blind and visually impaired Americans. We publish a monthly magazine. We hold an annual conference and convention and operate a multi-channel internet radio station. Check us out at acb.org. Together, we can do anything.